Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer podcast. This is Deb McBride, and I am broadcasting from lovely Escazú, Costa Rica, on the 16th of October in the year 2022. And it is a Sunday, as it often is most of the time when I do this podcast. And what can I say? What can I say? Um, it's been one hell of a week. And if you've watched me on Instagram, and I've been a little remiss over the weekend because I needed a break, but um, if you watched me on Instagram a couple of days, you know, Friday and the days prior, you know that it has been an exasperating situation that people are having all sorts of reactions and experiences with this Mars-Neptune. And uh, it just was such a cascade of emotions this week. So let's sort it all out, okay? So we're going to review a little bit the last week just so that we can get into the coming week because it's more. some of it is more of the same. So last weekend we had that full moon with Chiron and that brought up a lot of emotions for a lot of people. Okay. So it was already emotionally hot because of the Chiron on the full moon and in Aries. And it was, it just, everything just shifted really from last Friday, the week before to Sunday, Monday. And it was, you know, people cried tears, people, um, people, I don't know anyone that had an easy time of it with that because it asked us to address our wounds and that's what Chiron is about. And it taps into our wounds and, and allows them to become visible so we can work with them. But you may have recognized where you were still wounded in your life and what wounds were coming forward. And Pluto going direct on Saturday of last weekend, just put an extra stamp of intensity on that. So now months and months and months of being retrograde and technically in the underworld for Pluto has been, it was since the end of April, so it's been a very complicated surfacing of new emotions. Now, remember what I was talking about. Pluto is going into Aquarius. It's headed toward Aquarius now. It's barely moving, but it is definitely in the direction of going towards Aquarius, which it's going to do next March. And just a little bit, and then step back into Capricorn again. But the combination of all the underworld emotions, stuff that needed to be cleansed and cleared out, which is what Pluto does when it goes forward, and the combination of all those emotions plus the emotions of the moon and Chiron together were enough for everybody. And we're you know, the moon Chiron thing has passed, although we are probably acutely aware of what we were dealing with. And sometimes it was a one shot deal. Like some people said, oh, I was feeling this about that, you know, that I heard during the week. Whereas Pluto brought up everything and we're, we're processing everything that's happened over the last few months and where we have needed a big transformation and where the transformational energies were surfacing. So even though moon Chiron was more temporary and immediate, it still played into Pluto going direct because chances are the stuff that came up out of the underworld for each of us had something to do with where the moon and Chiron were in our chart, okay? 
So that's part of it. And you might say, why am I getting upset about this all of a sudden? This is why. It's like the stuff that you've been sort of, not that you've shoved them under the carpet or under the bed or in the closet. It's just the stuff that we were processing. This is what happens when an outer planet goes retrograde. We are processing, processing, processing all those months of the internal workings of that planet. And then when it goes direct, it's like, oh, is this what all of that was about? It's like suddenly... You're now sweeping out all the debris that just has sorted itself out and you're, it's coming up for, for cleansing. It's like, you know, maybe plunging your drain for six months and then that it finally came up and you've got to clear it all out, you know? So that's, that's part of it. The moon Chiron was part of that. But what I think the real kicker was on Tuesday when Mars squared Neptune. And... Why is that the kicker? Because Mars is about our will, our confidence, our courage to step forward. And if we were already courageously looking at our wounds and dealing with them and handling our emotions and all that, we felt deflated or defeated. And I used those words a few times this past week, deflated and defeated, okay? Diffused too, but (laughs) defeated. And think about Mars. Think about how it is something that defeats the enemy and it's courageous and it is, you know, the experience of self-assertion and confidence and all the good things that we need to get ourselves up and out into the world and making things happen for ourselves. And it's your will. It's your will to get out there. And, and it helps drive your survival. So you know, not that we're all in survival mode, although we may have felt like it because survival mode has many expressions. It doesn't have to mean, oh, I'm down to my last dollar. It could mean I am down to my last reserves in my oil tank. Like I'm driving this car on fumes. And after Pluto going direct and after Chiron in the moon, and then to sort of sift through that, Venus opposed Chiron after that on Monday, And to just sift through what happened and then to get socked with Mars and Neptune, which was happening anyway. And they just became exact. You know, when things happen in exactitude, it's like the message really gets driven home. Uh, Big sigh. So Mars and Neptune met in a square, which is a challenging relationship. Mars and Gemini, Neptune and Pisces on Tuesday. And... A lot happened for people on Tuesday. I saw lots of things. I saw people, two different people with two of almost the exact same situation happening. And when we deal with Neptune's energy, it often creates a lack of trust. So if we're mistrusting something in our lives, something that we need to have fortitude and courage about, you know, obviously... Courage comes from trust. Trust comes from courage. You know, okay, I have the ability to deal with this. And then there's Neptune that says, meh, maybe not. And it just deflates your courage. It deflates, you know, hey, I'm psyched. I'm getting this done. I'm moving the car forward. I'm doing this. I'm, we're doing this. And then something takes the air out of the balloon. Wah, wah. Yeah. This is not fun. It's not fun. And just, it it feels like every time you took a step forward, you got 
to go three steps back, which you're like, I thought we were moving forward on this. And so for me, I really believe that retrograde is already, it's just, it might as well be happening. It's not happening till the 30th, but it might as well be because that's what it feels like. And Mars is squaring Neptune. Now, if you bought my webinar, if you were on my webinar, you are keenly aware of how many times Mars and Neptune are going to be talking to each other exactly, okay? And what we're dealing with is Mars talking to Neptune and then exactly talking to Neptune and then moving away from exactitude but still talking to Neptune. So they're, they're talking to each other but that maybe they're not in this, like sitting next to each other on the couch. They're talking to each other from separate rooms. They're talking on the phone from, you know, we're dealing with Gemini energy. They're talking to each other from, you know, across the street, one's in the car, one's at home. They are involved in a relationship and this relationship is going to go on for months, okay? So it's all of October, essentially, and then all of November, essentially, or most of November, because it's when Mars goes retrograde at the 30th of October, it means that where it's been and where it's tread upon is going to be reviewed in the early parts of November. It's going to be slow and stopped. So it's going to be at you know, 25 Gemini, but it's going to be at 25 Gemini for a good, oh, a week at least. And then, well, 25, I mean the first week of November. So it's going to slow down, slow down, slow down. And then it's going to be, it's really going to be at 25 for two weeks. So, and then it's going to square Neptune. And, but that's not going to be exact again until almost Thanksgiving, okay? So they're going to be really squaring at each other again, Thanksgiving. So that means it's coming up from the behind, from the back end of the aspect and coming back again and squaring Neptune. And then by the time the month ends of November, it will still be squaring Neptune, but it's not going to be exact and it's moving away from Neptune. So it's more of the same feeling. So this energy that's with us is going to continue till the end of November. And then even the beginning of December, they're going to still be close to each other. Um, Neptune's going to go direct early December. So they're going to be moving in opposite directions. Mars is going to be retrograde backwards. Neptune's going to be moving forwards. But I would really say we're going to start feeling better by, you know, like around the 4th or 5th of December from this. And and then it'll come back again when Mars goes direct, but that won't be till March. So they'll get together again, but then that's the final hurrah. So all the work that you're doing now and into November and the very beginnings of December, all the work and all the emotions and all the processing you're doing has to do with what's, how this is going to all wind up in March. So you want it. You want to make a good presentation, right? You want it to come out okay. And... It was exhausting. Imagine, you know, Neptune is the planet of sleep and dreams. Neptune, remember I said tricky energy last week, and that was tricky energy because you are tricked into not believing in yourself, in your will, in your ability to get through this or to get through whatever it is that is in your life. You know, people aren't walking around saying, I don't know if I could get through this Mars square Neptune. I don't know. No, people like me are saying that. <laughs> but the rest of the world is saying, I just got to make it through October and then I'm going to be okay. I just got to get through until the end of November. I just got to get through to the holidays, people are saying. 
because of the situation and the circumstance and the long distance view of what is going on in their lives. And people are nervous, people are panicked, people are not confident because it's been eroded. Neptune erodes. So the confidence level that we would normally stand up and cheer for ourselves or congratulate ourselves or it's just, it's like the air was taken out of the balloon. So if you want to stand up and, you know, greet yourself confidently and look in the mirror at yourself and you say, I got this. Do I really have this? I've got it. I've got this. How many times have you said that to yourself? I've got this. We've got this. Or people around you encouraging you. You've got this. You've got this. I know you've got this. Well, yeah, you probably do. But on another level, there's a part of you that completely does not trust that you've got this and that you feel like you are losing this or you're losing the fight or you're losing the battle or you are not feeling very confident about what it is you're doing or trying to get done or trying to accomplish. And sadly, this is an erosion of our confidence levels. Thank you, Neptune. Today, I put a picture up on a little video on Instagram of myself pressure washing the path in my garden. So there's a, a you know concrete path with beautiful stones in it, and you don't see them when it starts to rain. It was covered. They were covered in algae, and they get covered with algae over the time period of rainy season here. And you start to forget what your path looks like. How about that for an analogy? How about that for metaphor? You start to not remember what the path looks like because it's dark. And the light is not shining. Because remember what I always say and what I've said before. When you're in Neptune, Neptune land, you're trying to see three feet in front of the car. So here we are with... Um, you know, my garden path, my path. Okay. So the path was, I cleaned the path today and it was like brand spanking new after that. I was like, Oh my God, I forgot. And if I look at pictures in my, you know, photos and stuff, I'm like, Oh yeah, that's what it looks like. But I look outside and I forget that the path isn't like a brown tile, that it's a yellow tile. Okay. And, and I'm working with the pressure washer and it's like uncovering everything that has covered the path in these last months since April. <laughs> and I was like, well, Mars is putting pressure, right? And I said, this is a really good activity for Mars square Neptune because Neptune's the erosion and the washing. And believe me, if you've ever used a pressure washer, and I think I said this before on this podcast, you know, if you put too much pressure on the, the tile or the sidewalk here, it starts to erode the the sidewalk. And you're suddenly your tile's like, well, there's a little groove in that. Oh, that's from the water. Water did that? I didn't take a drill and do that. Do that. I didn't take a drill and do that. I took water and it did that. And this is where Neptune can erode Mars. Neptune is the stronger planet. The slower moving planet always wins. That's what my teacher used to say. The slower moving planet always wins. Yeah, Neptune is like you know, winning this battle and Mars is like, but wait, but wait, I'm the warrior. What is this? Yeah. So a little pressure from Mars, a little 
pressure in the arm here, moving the, moving the water pressure machine over the path. Wow. The path is soon revealed. Back on track. Yeah. But, you know, it was like, wow, this is really, it was revealing. It was revealing. But, oh my goodness, the, the, the lack of faith, the lack of trust, the lack of knowing our own self right now is really, really complicated. And it's huge. It's right there. And, and your spirit guides may speak to you sweetly. Spirit may speak to you sweetly in your ear when you're falling asleep saying, don't worry, You've, you're fine. You're going to be fine. You always are. You know how to get through this. And you still don't believe it. You could have a parade march through your house say, ta telling you, you're fine, congratulations, this is your celebration. And you're still working through it. And so here we are. Um, when I spoke in the past few days, I said, we have to take out all the tools. So all the tools that give you confidence. What gives you confidence? Um, for me, it's clearing the emotional gunk. Okay. I always, I, I believe this. Everybody has emotional baggage. All of us do. And if you think that you're stuck and you keep coming to a point that just feels like you're banging your head against the wall, there is something unconscious going on in your life that needs to be removed, cleared, eradicated. Okay. It's like, we aren't aware of it because we've lived with it and we're living with it. And it just got maybe a little bit harder and then it gets a little bit harder. And then it's like, ah, I just feel deflated and defeated. And this is where things need to go. So I took to my mala beads and started two Sanskrit chants this week. And, um, they, I definitely felt the energy moving. When you do those, it's a vibration in your system, in your body, in your vocal cords. And it's a vibration through your body that is giving you the um, shift in energy. That's what it's doing. So that's why we do those. That's why the Vedics do those. That's why, you know, it's, they are part of Vedic astrology to help you get through certain um, planetary aspects and stuff. And so I chose the ones that felt right to me and I worked with them. And that felt good. Um, and I saw my shaman last night. I had a session with my shaman. So that made a huge difference. And it was a huge shifting and clearing of old dynamics. And, you know, I recommend that if you're having complicated stuff happen, everything happens resulting from your unconscious. So if stuff happens in your life and you're like, how the hell did this happen? It's because there's some emotional stuff that's got to be worked through. So, you know, pay attention. It's trying to get your attention. Everything. Um, my coach said, you know, she had some water problems in her city house. And she said she realized it was about losing her mother last year. Always. Water is always emotions and feelings and grief. And so, you know, I'm glad she figured that out. Because from a feng shui perspective, I could have told her, yes, that's indeed what's going on here. Um... So I highly recommend you go see a healer, you go see your astrologer, call your astrologer, you call your healer, and you call someone like me who does Reiki, and you know, you can, you can call someone who's going to help you, and get clear of that stuff out, because that's where we all need right now, if that's what you're feeling. Maybe you're just drifting through this, and you're just fine, but I definitely needed to pay attention to this. 
In the meantime, we are now in the station of Saturn. And Saturn will go direct, depending on where you live, most likely Sunday, or if you live where I live, Saturday night at about um, 11, I don't know, 10 p.m. If you live in the Pacific time zone, it will be Saturday night about 9 p.m., but Saturn will go direct. So now Saturn is slowing down. So after Pluto slowed down and went direct, Saturn is slowing down and went direct. So where is Saturn? Saturn's in Aquarius, and Saturn is definitely bringing up some, you know, where we have to be responsible and where we need to, you know, push forward despite fears and anxieties, despite where we might not feel great about what we're doing, but we have to, like, face our fears and go, and you know what? That goes hand in hand with Mars and Neptune. It's all connected. This isn't separate from that. It's all one big mush. And if you feel like, you know, wow, this isn't going away. Yes, Saturn is going direct now. Saturn is acting, um, asking us to own the responsibilities. And where have you been responsible in these last months, the last five months or so? Saturn went retrograde not long after Pluto. You know, these planets from like Jupiter on out, they all go retrograde and stay retrograde for like four or five months. Saturn went, um, Saturn was retrograde uh, since like the beginning of June, you know, early June Saturn went retrograde and now it's, it's going direct. So what's been going on since the beginning of June <laughs> <laughs> I know what it's been what it's been for me. So hopefully Saturn is going to bring me what I need. And if you've been a good bunny and you've done your homework and you've been responsible, then you are going to get the rewards of Saturn. You feel if you feel like things are stopping right now, that's Saturn. If you feel like I can't move another muscle, I can't. I can't. It's Saturn. That's Saturn. It's just like, oh, what is this heavy weight on me? It's Saturn. Saturn moving forward. And if you're an Aquarius, a Leo, a Scorpio, or a Taurus, then you are definitely feeling this Saturn because it's in a fixed sign. So if you feel like the weight of the world is on you, just keep going one step at a time. Take it one step at a time and take everything one step at a time. One hour at a time. One 15-minute segment at a time. Whatever you need, you take. That's one thing going on. Um, we're going to have the eclipse, not now, but not until Tuesday the 25th, okay? So we're going to, It's. Uh, we'll talk about that more on next week's podcast, but Saturn is going direct, and then there's an eclipse, okay? Scorpio season starts next Sunday, Venus will go into Scorpio and the sun will go into Scorpio. They are going together because they are very close together right now in Libra. For all intents and purposes, I would say that the sun and Venus are conjunct, which is probably giving us a real nice bit of support that we need right now and, and able to look at things beautifully and appreciate the beautiful things in our lives and have gratitude for lots of things in our lives and our friends and our loved ones, especially. And that's part of it. But the other part of it is that they were, they're going to meet next Saturday. There's going to be the sun Venus conjunction. And that's going to be like, we're the culmination of what we're feeling now, as far as good things. Okay. And that's good because they're in Venus's favorite sign. And then they're going to start to separate after that on Saturday, 5, 17 PM Eastern time. But guess what? They both move into Scorpio in the wee hours of Sunday morning. 
Okay, so that's all, you know, the next place. And that's when we go into the dark goddess. <laughs> the goddess after dark. So that's where she is showing us her darker qualities. And actually, I've been listening to chants on YouTube as well. And one of them was Kali Ma. And Kali is the goddess. She's a dark goddess. And she makes you confront your fears and anxieties. If anything, you're afraid of something. I'm afraid of being alone. Kali will make sure that you know what it's like to be alone. So you're no longer afraid of it. So best to confront your fears now. Confront everything you can. Like I said, go see a healer. And when Venus goes into Scorpio next week, you're ready for her. Okay, so that's part of it. That's not her favorite place to be, but she is, she does wield a certain amount of power there. It's like Persephone in the underworld, the goddess of the underworld. And it does give us the empowerment we need sometimes to get through things. It's okay. We need it right now. All right. That's the other part of Venus and the sun. They are going to meet on Saturday in sunny Libra. And then Sunday, you can, we're going to get up in the morning and they're going to be in Scorpio. Okay. Definitely deeper, more intense. We're going to get a flavor of that this week, that deeper, more intense, because on Wednesday, the sun will square Pluto. So at the end of Libra or the end of any cardinal sign, it squares Pluto right now. So the sun is squaring Pluto this week. We're moving into the sun square Pluto. That's another level of, you know, finding your empowerment, not backing down, being empowered, knowing to go forward. It's, you know, it's hard right now, but sun square Pluto, you meet your challenges head on. That's 9.33 a.m. Eastern time on Wednesday the 19th. Then Venus is going to square Pluto since they're traveling together and they're so close. Venus is a little behind the sun. She will square Pluto from the end of Libra to Pluto and Capricorn. And it depends on where you live. Pacific time, Wednesday, 11.03 p.m. But of course, that's 2.03 a.m. on Thursday morning. Now, if this is something that you have in your chart, sun square Pluto, Venus square Pluto, if you're a Venus Pluto person, you are going to feel this. You are going to vibrate to this. You are going to connect to the part of you that responds to that. Whatever that birth legend story was when you were born, if you've got a sun square Pluto or a Venus square Pluto, you will be reminded of that this week, Wednesday and Thursday, okay? You'll know it because it'll be like a shudder in your body. You'll go, ah, ah, and it'll be like a remembrance. But there is, there's a hidden quality to it. I know when my Venus-Pluto recurrence comes, I have a Venus opposition to Pluto. And when that happened, I like, it's like, boing, and I went, ah, there's your Venus-Pluto, Deb. And I just laugh at it now. I just go, okay, that's it. it. You know, sometimes you get a little tickled from it. Sometimes you get an electrical charge from it. That's a recurrence. If you have those aspects in your chart, you're going to feel that. So, and, you know, this Pluto's a big one. Pluto's a big one. If you have that in your chart, you live with it every day, and you know what it feels like, but it gets a special um, scintillating aspect when it, when it becomes exact. And then we have um, Mercury, who's now back in Libra. Hello. Mercury is going to trine Saturn on Saturday the 22nd. So that's nice when we have 
you know, the sun and Venus. And um, so we've got some good things going on with them. And then um, Venus and Mars are going to speak sweetly to one another on the 18th, Tuesday. Now, remember Venus and Mars. Remember not so long ago, earlier this year, they were conjunct. Remember that? That seems like 10 years ago, right? Because so much has happened. But Venus and Mars were conjunct for a long time back in February and March. And then they, they went to Pluto and that stirred up the pot quite a bit. And then they went to Saturn and it was, uh, it was really, really hard. And um, I don't think we expected it to be as hard as it was. But Venus and Mars are going to speak nicely to each other at 10.20 p.m. Eastern Time on Tuesday the 18th. And, okay, so that, like, gives us a chance to sort of review what happened maybe back then and come make some peace with it. Um, and it's really important to just sort of recognize where we were then and where we are now. Sometimes it's really good to look at your progress, especially when Mars is squaring Neptune and you feel like you're not making any progress and Saturn's about to go direct and you really feel like you like there's a weight on you and you're not going forward. It's okay. Mars and Venus are going to talk to each other nicely and that's good for relationships, male-female relationships and our own masculine-feminine dynamics. But it's also really good to remember where they were earlier in the year and how that felt to you. Did you feel alone? Did you feel lonely? Did you feel like you couldn't get um, through to some people in you know relationships? Were there problems? Were there power struggles? Um, definitely look at that and see how far you've come. And I'm sure you can see the great distance between where you were in February and where you are now. All of us have come a long way and we've got to pat ourselves on the back and congratulate ourselves for that. So the sun is, since it's close to Venus, is going to trine Mars also. That will be up tomorrow, Monday. Okay? So as far as the moon is concerned, it is in the sign of Cancer. And it's in the sign of Cancer today. And it's in the sign of Cancer tomorrow. And it will go void opposite Pluto, like, like usually when it's in Cancer, at 4.56 p.m. Eastern Time tomorrow, Monday. And then it's going to go into Leo but it won't go into Leo Eastern time till 12.45 a.m. on Tuesday. So it's leaving, it's leaving Cancer really in the wee hours on, on Tuesday. Then it'll be in Leo. It'll be in Leo, and that's good because Leo is like a Leo moon is fun, and it's going to hopefully lift our spirits a bit. And then it's going to go void in Leo on Thursday the 20th at 6.35 a.m., Eastern Time, and then lunchtime, Eastern Time, 12.25 p.m., the moon will enter Virgo. So then it goes into Virgo, and we were productive, creative earlier in the week, productive at the end of the week. So you take your creations and do something productive with them, like, you know, tweak them and sell them and that kind of stuff. And then it'll be in Virgo Thursday, Friday. Saturday, it goes void at 2.17 p.m. Eastern Time in Virgo, trining Pluto. And it's void, and it's void until Libra at 9.24 p.m. So that's a good seven hours and a few minutes um, when it goes into Libra Saturday night. And, um, you know, and then eventually, you know, early in the following week, it's going to start going into Scorpio, and that's when it gets to that, that eclipse. And don't doubt the eclipse energy that is present once that... Full moon happened, boom, it opened. And that was the other 
kaboom that happened with that full moon with Chiron, it opened the door to the eclipses. It wasn't just, you know, okay, full moon with Chiron, yes. And then emotions opened the door to the eclipse. So hopefully, hopefully we're going to sort all these things out. As Saturn goes direct, it's good when the planets go direct. Yeah, they make us slow down and turn around with them, but it's good when planets go direct. So now we'll have another planet going direct. It's like an accomplishment, okay? Great. And that is about it. So my advice is to take yourself into the deep waters of your unconscious and do some healing work and really, really, really do it. Go find someone, go call someone, go work with someone or work on yourself. And there were things that came up for me yesterday that I said, I'm really glad I had help with this because and I was grateful for all the help that I got with the patterns that I worked out yesterday with my shaman and all the spirits that came to, to help me. You know, that's what happens when you do a shamanic cleanse. Um, power animals come, spirit guides come. Anyway, when you are working through this, it's good to have some support, and that's why you can work it on you work on it yourself. But it's good to have a support system in place, because right now we all need to reach out and get some support and get through this stuff. My advice is to get a healer. My advice is to get some support where you need it. Um, and I am available, and that's what I do. I support people in their process. So if you'd like to have a session with me. My website is thegoldenastrologer.com, and you can book a session right there, book online. You can buy my Mars webinar on that same book online link on my website, thegoldenastrologer.com, because it's right there for sale. So you can scroll down till you see it, and you'll see that it was given in September, but you can still buy it, the recording. And... You can also get yourself a Reiki session with me, an astrology session, anything else where you feel you can get emotional support. You can uh, find me on Instagram, The Golden Astrologer, and that is a lovely place to find me because I post all sorts of things, videos about astrology, telling you what's going on this week. It helps you get through your week, but also, you know, really, I, I put some fun things up too so that it lightens the mood a bit. And it really, I am tuned into the feelings of the day when I'm putting those videos up. So, and most of it right now has to do with Mars and Neptune. So just, just be prepared. Um, and I'm always here on this podcast. So you can listen to me here on Sundays throughout the week. Uh, the podcast is distributed where all podcasts are distributed. Amazon, Spotify, Apple all those good places, and also on my website, thegoldenastrologer.com. I thank you so much for listening. Gratitude to all of you. Thank you for being present this week and every week and any week. And I wish you a beautiful week and a healing week, most of all. Neptune is about healing. So when we reach out to do our healing work, we can only go up from there. And don't forget that. Have faith. Thanks for listening.